He had a family. He was making good money. Watching TV. He's in charge of at time. Up front. Did a little blow. Got sucked off by a 16 year old. And then went to jail at the up front. I'm excited. Me too. Daniel, are you worried or excited? I'm worried. Welcome, everyone, to Trailer Bar Podcast. I am Nathan. He is Daniel. We are cousins. Tonight's show could possibly blow your mind. You have to be worried or you have to be excited. You have to choose a side. Are you sitting down? I'm sitting down. My lesbian radar is very strong. I take back everything I said earlier about puzzle pieces and vision. You can go fuck yourself. Wish you could hear the sound of my jaw dropping. Are you listening? Are you fair enough as a person that we should have even ground? Right's sake. <sighs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to Trailer Park Podcast. Sad Sack Studios presents a Trailer Park Podcast presentation of The Upfronts. 2017, the ABC edition. Daniel, how you doing, buddy? Nathan, it has been, I guess, a year. It has been a year. That's correct. And this year, we've brought with us uh, the intern uh, to provide feedback if he if he chooses to. Uh, he may just be an ornament. We haven't quite decided yet. I think of it as an exclusive event. An exclusive event. Yeah, you may not be along for the remainder of the upfronts. Depends on your performance, really. Right. Uh, it's kind of it, like a field trip. Yeah. Like an audition? Yeah, it also allows us to make you answer the repetitive questions that we've already answered many times. Andrew, intern, what is an upfront? Oh, an upfront is, um, you know, commercial time trying to sell the new TV show to whatever TV show company is out there. Otherwise known as networks. Yeah. Network. Yeah, yes, TV the show network. Company. Right. Company. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, the networks have these events, you know. Guys in suits doing blow, getting blown. Selling um, new TV shows. Ad time. And then one guy just like coke all over his face. He's like, I fucking love this TV show company. And everyone just turns to him like, you mean a fucking network? <laughs> <laughs> I started sh- early. Did he just say TV show company? What a fucking loser. Uh, right? That guy needs more blow. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And he also gets the final pickings from the... Uh, from the pleasure bunch, if you know what I'm talking about. Of course. Oh! Yeah, and the whole movie, he's just, like, bothering everybody and, like, clumsy and fucking shit up. But then at the very, very end, he fucks the hottest woman. <laughs> that's, that's that's how life works out, isn't it? Yeah, so. according to, yeah, every movie between 1986 and 1994. <laughs> very detailed. Um, here's something for you. Normally we start off with ABC, and I'm going to tell, or sorry, normally we start off with NBC, and this year we're going to start off with ABC. And the reason why... Daniel, can you guess the reason why? Alphabetical? That's a good guess, but it's wrong. The reason why is because NBC is a bunch of fascist bastards. <gasps> and the majority of the shows coming out for NBC don't actually get launched until later in the year. And for some reason, they showed all the trailers at their event and then took them all off the internet. 
and I have scoured trying to find them, and they have, in very douchebag fashion, have have somehow managed to remove them completely off the internet. So I don't have trailers enough to make NBC worth doing it. So... Looked, uh, Look, it sounds if, like they were planning for a lot of one ones. Well, if we do ABC and Fox and CBS, and if NBC doesn't have them by the time that we're ready, then fuck you, NBC. We're just not going to do you. Yeah, we're going to assume that it looks exactly the way it looks, which is that you're trying to hide an embarrassing lineup. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Although there are a few shows that I am interested in, but I'm already showing weakness and we can't do that. We have to stand united against them because they're fascist bastards. <gasps> fascist? Yeah. I didn't know they were white. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a prerequisite. That, well, actually, that is a prerequisite for fascism, isn't it? Uh, these <laughs> days. Sure is. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be white. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like it's like there's a fascist wicket. And, mm. you know, if you stand in line and you're not white, there's they just uh, hold like a Home Depot swatches against you. There's like, a lot of close to fascist (laughs) there's a lot of eyes that turn slowly what is he doing he doesn't understand how the lines work anywho (laughs) so here's how this works okay yes yes the networks they hold these gala events they try to sell ad time and it's getting less and less over the years because of all the streaming because of netflix yeah 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 blah 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 you already know all this shit what you don't know what you don't know is that here on trailer prop podcast sad sack studios the upfronts 2017 we tell you how long a show is going to last. Roughly. Roughly. And we're also in the business of auditing our own results. So what we do is we go back. First thing we do, we go back to last year. We talk about very briefly how we did. Designated survivor, Kiefer Sutherland. Daniel said a 2-4. Cool. I said a 4-6. Now to explain the patented sad sack studio ratio, 2-4 means minimum two seasons ceiling of four seasons and i said four six so minimum four seasons maximum six ceiling of six when all said and done whoever has the tightest closest ratio to reality wins but in the end we all win really because designated survivor is so good well (laughs) and and it's getting a second season so you're you're on par well we don't really revisit it after the year so we don't really know (laughs) okay all all we know is that we all win right that sounds like a job for you no actually that's That's, a great point he brings uh, up a valuable point yeah uh designated survivor with either for sutherland yes it was renewed so daniel is correct i'm also correct that's why you listen that's why you listen to get well you're not correct yet well you're not wrong yet either that's uh i guess you could look at it that way um but here's where we get into how good we really are Okay, because Notorious, it uh, Daniel came in at 0.5 slash 1. And for Notorious, I said 0 slash 0.5 canceled. Uh, Both okay. right. When, when was it canceled? Doesn't matter. I, oh, yeah, it very much matters. <laughs> okay. Late, was it late season? They. How many episodes? They aired 10 episodes out of 13. Ooh, that's. So, uh, I think Daniel's more right. Hate to be a stickler here. <laughs> yeah all right if there was a cup or a belt it would be tossed daniel's way we're both very it's, close though because at the heart of the matter we both those two answers even though slightly different they, they both mean this is garbage right yeah so in general satisfy studios presents a trailer for podcast production of the upfronts 2017 abc edition was accurate in predicting this specific outcome and that's why you listen that's why you tune in to find out what's going to happen I really hope the next one's off by a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and in this situation, did I say 0 slash 0.5 because 
that's truly what I believed or because I'm a gentleman and I'm trying not to match, you know, the same ratio, like piggyback. There's, there's a few things here that happen mm. on, on this on this program, and that's piggybacking sometimes occurs, right. which is kind of... Right. Nathan's saying that him being wrong was a matter of virtue. Right, yeah. Right, and it's frowned upon to piggyback. And plus we like, well, it can be called piggybacking or it can be called touching butts. Right, it's okay to touch butts, but if you're piggybacking, it's <laughs> no good. Right. When you see an opportunity to touch butts, you do it. Ah, because, yeah. because you're gentlemen and because you celebrate each other. Right. That's, that's what happens. Because it's so warm. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys ever fart? All right. While <laughs> butt touching? <laughs> <laughs> I should have a little uh, sound effect for that. Uh, time after time. This is the time travel uh, show. Um, canceled after five episodes. Daniel said one slash two. Mm. I said zero slash one. Again, touching butts one more right the, uh, than the other. Don't really want to, you know, get too hung up on it. Just want to, you know. Yeah. Daniel, time to toss that chalice back over. Touch, touching butts. Yeah. And it was also, I'm sure I did the same thing. It was yeah. like, oh, I don't want you the same thing as my, as my cousin. Yeah. So even though I feel that's more right, I'll take this, you know, yeah. take over the team. Yeah. Uh, I think actually they, they brought it back, actually, I think, too. Oh, God. <laughs> that they decided to uncancel it. But uh, I don't really care. Uh, still star-crossed, uh, hasn't premiered yet, pushed to 2017, so our ratios of Daniel 2-3 and Nathan 4-5 will have to wait to be audited by the intern, who's now and taking over the, the audit auditing role yep. for this show. And seeming like very confident answers all of a sudden when a show's been pushed. <laughs> <laughs> American Housewife, Daniel 2-3, Nathan 1-2, this has been renewed. Congratulations, boys. Another another, uh, another one on the can. Do you see the intricacy of the grading system? Because there's an opportunity for both of us to be wrong, either one of us to be right, or both of us to be right. That, uh, it's like a three-way of opportunity. Hmm. <clears throat> I don't know if you can touch butts three ways. Speechless. Yeah, yeah, yeah but like you have to do like a human fuckapede. I mean, you, could, you could touch dicks three ways. Stop it. <laughs> Or like radial, like we all meet, like heads meet in the middle. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay. It's the TPP. You're leaving me speechless, and that's our next show. Speechless. Uh, Daniel one slash two, Nathan one slash two. We piggybacked here, renewed. Mm. So we are both right, provided that it doesn't exceed two seasons. See, so far, we're pretty damn good at this. So far, I'd yeah. say probably better at this than at actual TPP. Whoa! <laughs> it's so far, yeah. That's uh, that would be accurate. I think you're you're swinging close to eighty percent right now. Uh, downward dog, uh, canceled. Both of us said, "Oh no, wait." Daniel said zero point five slash one. I said zero slash one. How do you work that? Ooh. Well, it's canceled. Oh, so. His was a tighter ratio. So if it was canceled within the first zero point five, hmm. Okay, okay. Downward dog. We're going to come back to this one because I don't have... We've got real technical on that one. We need an actual yeah. number out of episodes made. Like aired out of made. Downward dog. Let's see here. Eight episodes were created. Oh, that's tough. That's tough. Normal network show, I would say, especially half an hour show, would be... 22? It would be up there, wouldn't it? But now they seem the norm seems to be closer to 12, 13. Can we just, can we just call this... Uh, can we just call this one a push? A gentleman's push? A gentleman's push. All right, I agree. We're going to push it like a gentleman. I assume that I'm right in that you offered to push? I did. <laughs> right, we're right, but we're, but we're pushing, right? 
again, we have another situation here. Imaginary Mary. Do you remember the scary little creature talking to Jenna Elfman? Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, zero to 0. 0.5 and 0. 0.5 slash 1 were the two ratios. Uh, during um, the audit of this, it was very difficult to understand who said which. <laughs> um because I had Chelsea helping me, and she's got don't know who. N, <laughs> N slash D, 0, 0. 0.5, and N slash D, 0. 0.5 slash 1. So this is a true gentleman's push, because this was canceled as well at eight episodes. So if we don't eight, know. Eight, though? What's like that? They, they got to eight, though. They got to eight. Well, they made eight. But how, many, how many aired? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I, can, I, I haven't seen anything about this show. And like, I've been waiting. <laughs> this show looks like fucking stupid and crazy. Like, uh, no, like zero audience. Like, it's not for adults. It's not for kids. It's disturbing, <laughs> not funny. Like, so I was waiting to just see the internet explode. Like, what yeah. is going on yeah. here? But I haven't heard anything. So basically, what they, oh, IMDb says nine episodes exist. But either way, we don't know who said what. So whatever. It has air dates next to the episodes in IMDb, so we have to assume that they aired them. Yeah, all nine. Maybe at 2 a.m. This is probably a 10-episode a ten season. Yeah. They got right to the end. Who knows? And then finally, uh, Conviction. Do you remember this one? With the girl from Haley Atwell, or Haley Atwell from uh, that Marvel show. Mm, the name's familiar. Yeah. She, uh, she took people who were wrongfully convicted there's a special unit, and she wasn't really into it, and she had to try to prove their innocence. Like cold case, prove it. Like they're like you know forensic investigators, or the, or like they're like a team of psychics, like eighteen psychics. It's more or... like black people in jail that they were freeing by looking at the forensic evidence again. Oh, okay. Or at least the specific trailer showed a, uh, a a young black man that had been wrongfully convicted, and they were freeing him. <laughs> I was just like picturing a bunch of excited psychics like screeching up to a prison like hopping out fingers at temples like this man is free <laughs> just getting like pummeled instantly by cops <laughs> and I gave this one more leash because I thought Haley Atwell they would just like let it grow and see if they could gather a following so I gave it a 2 slash 3 Daniel gave it a 1 slash 2 it was cancelled after 13 episodes Daniel is more right than I was for that one but you know to be fair, you're both wrong. No. Daniel already explained to you the trifecta of correct Ugh. accuracy in this system. Fine. In the patented Sad Sack Studio ratio for okay. the uh, Trailer Park Podcast Presents 2017 edition of the ABC Upfronts. I'll jump on the three-way train. And let me introduce you to the patented Sad Sack Snuff Buzzer. <laughs> when you hear that buzzer tonight, it means that Daniel has had enough of the trailer and he knows he's ready to lock in what his ratio is for the trailers presented at the upfronts for the ABC network, not TV company for 2017. <laughs> ABC is um, a great TV company. Gentlemen, are you ready to proceed with this year's ed- edition of Sad Sack Studios presents a trailer park podcast production of the 2017 upfronts, the ABC edition? Yep, we've reviewed last year. We are at nearly 100% accuracy. Uh, let's move on to nailing this year. Sounds good, cousin. And again, Andrew slash intern, you are able to lock in a ratio if you choose to, or you can simply uh, provide your feedback, uh, maybe predict which one of us will be more right. However okay. you want to go with it, we're not going to put any pressure on you. We're not going to tell you what you have to do here. I will explore. Okay, sounds good. Um, 
we start off the ABC upfronts this year with a letter from Jimmy Kimmel. Dear friends, as many of you know, I'm boycotting the upfronts to protest ABC's cancellation of Dr. Ken. <laughs> what? That was <laughs> that was from the previous uh, year's upfronts. Was that also a real letter? Yeah. Yeah, I'm very sorry I can't be there with you. And if you believe that, you're just the kind of ad buyer we're looking for. <laughs> on behalf of my family, thank you for your good wishes. I promise to be there next year with you on the off chance network television continues to exist. Sincerely, Jimmy Kimmel. Awesome. Yeah. He sounds pretty excited about it. Well, he had a baby. His, his wife had a baby, so he wasn't involved in the upfront presentation this year. Um, first of all, before we get started, American Idol is being rebooted by ABC with Katy Perry being a judge for anyone who cares about that. She's going to say beesh, beesh a lot. But isn't that interesting how one network creates a brand and then another network takes that show and, you know. Makes it their own. Revitalizes it or tries to carry on with the brand. Isn't that against the rules? Not if, isn't I there like know. copyright or trademark maybe there was Maybe there's some backdoor deal that took place. Who knows? No, it's like... It's like when somebody dies and they don't have anyone to bequeath their things to. So this like the local government just like puts it up at auction and then you buy people's like dirty, dead shit. That's like <laughs> what this network has done. It's like how much blow will it cost to buy American Idol? Like, hey, you know what? What? Katy Perry. Hey, isn't she on the downside of her like childhood Hollywood brainwashing decline? She's cut her hair short and acting real weird. Good. Great. Get her in here as a judge. <laughs> I don't know, man. Isn't she like one of the richest they gotta be performers paying. right now? No, they're paying for her for sure. But And that brings up another point is identity, right? Like if, if ABC's borrowing another show from another network, then what is their identity? We used to get really into identifying what each network means, you know, like CBS is your father's network and ABC is this and NBC is that. And, and to be honest with you, ABC is kind of like the traffic accident. Yeah, we've had this issue before, right? Because CB, CBS is very obviously older. They're like, we'll just take the older people. They're the only ones watching TV anyway. And then NBC was like, obviously used to have like a very good, solid lineup. They've now gone just like for whatever they can get, whoever is not old that they can get. ABC, I have no idea. Yeah, ABC seems to have the most trailers every year because they're constantly wiping out their entire slate and trying again. They're the let's start over network. Right, which means that they should take a hint from something like Netflix and just be like, well, maybe we should just make whatever the fuck we think is interesting mm -hmm. and put some quality into it. And then others will find it interesting because we've put effort into it instead of being like, what's the trend? What's the next thing? How can we do this? Like, mm -hmm. Maybe they should look into doing what England does and just have a bunch of smaller three season things yeah. with like yeah. a full story. We'll end this and move on to what, the next What's thing. fascinating to me is that they're owned by Disney and they seem to be the most incompetent. <laughs> and Disney seems to be very good at executing everywhere else in their realm. It's good. This one's like standalone, right? They have like they have ABC, Disney Channel conglomerate, and then Disney Kids. Those seem to be run a lot better and stricter. But this one just sort of floundering. Mm -hmm. That being said, let's get to these uh, to the offering for 2017 to see what they're trying to do. Our first trailer deals with a young surgeon with autism and savant syndrome who is recruited into the pediatric surgical unit of a prestigious hospital, and it is called The Good Doctor. Isn't that just the case? Like, the guys <laughs> take everything and just, like, sex it up. <laughs> it's not just autistic. He's, like, the sexy kind of autistic. You know, the savant. Yeah. You can recall what day of the week it was, no matter what year and date you give him. 
<laughs> surgeon, right? Was it called a good doctor? <laughs> yeah, he's he's good, all right. The good doctor. Here we go. I met Sean Murphy when he was 14 years old. Sean! Just act like a normal human being. He was and he still is an extraordinary young man. Autism. Difficulty in communicating. He's high functioning. He's capable of living on his own. Difficulty in using language and abstract concepts. Does it sound like I'm describing a surgeon? He's breathing. He saved his life. Who are you? I'm Dr. Sean Murphy. I'm a surgical resident at San Jose St. Bonaventure Hospital. And you thought that this board wouldn't have any doubts about hiring a surgeon diagnosed with autism. Justify your decision. He also has savant syndrome. Genius level skills in several areas. He sees things. Yeah. Yeah, the part that they leave out is all the like realistic parts of autism where that person comes up to hug him after the surgery and he's just like. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so we've now heard the patented sad sack snuff buzzer, which means that Daniel has heard enough from the good doctor and has locked in his ratio. Daniel? I don't know if I locked in my ratio, but I definitely had enough. Um, hmm. See, there's a chance. People are... <laughs> Creators of House, would you like to know how many seasons House had? Yes. House had like eight or something. Yeah, it did. It had eight seasons, but it had a bitter, cranky old man with charisma well, leading the charge. Not a fucking idiot. But this kid could end up becoming bitter. He Maybe he's going to turn into House. It could be like, yeah, it's like, it's like a weird uh, reimagined prequel to House. It's too pure. People need darkness nowadays. It is too pure. Yeah, you're right, though. There's something. There's a chance because people, you know, they're going to have a real soft spot for this. There's going to be an element to it of like, oh, genius, sort of Doogie Hauser mixed with House. But then the kid is just like, yuck, thanks. That was my surgery. And you're like, oh, I don't know if I can take this kid. This is going to be like, uh, like Corky. <clears throat> what was that show? Yeah, right. Uh, oh, yeah. What was that? Northern Exposure? No. 30-something? No. Uh, uh. Well, at the risk of being politically incorrect, um, at least, you know, I think it most compares to probably Doogie Hauser, but Doogie Hauser wasn't retarded. Well, he didn't. Oh, he's not retarded. <laughs> Damn it, Nathan. Jesus. Who's listening? Really? There's at least five people. Who am I going to offend? I, I, I agree with keeping that word around, but here you are just <laughs> flinging it out in the inappropriate usage. Um, I, there's, see, there's, there's a chance that they're, that they're going to like give it this a chance. So I think two is maybe a safe way to go. But then I think maybe get quickly tired of it. Maybe a two, three. Two, three. Taking the safe route. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and touch butts here. I'm going to go one, two. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to one, two, and I'm going to tell you why. Because there's a 65-year-old man, possibly older, running this shit. And he still thinks the world that watches ABC or the identity of ABC has something to do with 
purity and family and they don't want that they want fucking darkness and when there's no darkness in the character at all it will wane it will wane but abc's lineup and slate of shows is so fucking weak that it has a chance to survive one season so i'm gonna go one two just to touch butts with my cousin intern um i'm gonna i'm gonna say that you are both right i'll insert myself with a (laughs) two 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 (laughs) a two two this is going to last two seasons exactly and be canceled. He's shooting for the most accurate the specific he can be. That's that's I've, very possible. I've inserted between your butt touching. You just want right. to be. You, like our butts are together and you stuck your finger down both our cracks. Yeah. Yeah. You just want a spoon. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm a metal spoon. You want to experience spooning without really identifying as a utensil. Right. Okay. See this because this, this show reminds me of kind of reminds me of touched a little bit that like uh kefir mm. he, he had an autistic son that could like numerologically see the future oh. or some stupid shit yeah kefir kefir couldn't that, even lift that off the ground though i thought that lasted a whole season it lasted two i think or one and a half so they renewed it i think that, that that's why that's where i'm coming at with this but either way i'm done talking about it um yeah i think he's really landed with designated survivor that seems like it's going to go on for a while I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come around to that and tell you what the outcome was. And meanwhile, we're going to move on to trailer number two tonight. A struggling hip-hop artist runs for mayor to promote his mixtape and unexpectedly wins. It's called The Mayor. The Mayor. Here we go. If you haven't heard the name Courtney Rose, you're not alone. He's a 27-year-old struggling rapper who's adding a new title to his playlist, Candidate for Mayor. So, yeah, it turns out it's super easy to run for local office. Step one, get 200 signatures. Step two, don't be a felon. And I don't go to trial until next year. I'm just playing my I love you. In the name of Jehovah, why are you doing this? Yo, you know, when I was your age, there wasn't all this trash here. Me and my boys, we would come here to freestyle. I know I'm a good rap, but nobody's ever even heard of me. Just you watch. This campaign's gonna change all of that. If you want to get discovered, just do it the old-fashioned way. Waiting for a nice old Jewish man to give you his business card. Courtney Rose's entire campaign is a stunt. Voters won't fall for that. Not in America. Here we are. Big debate. I'm proud to have led the effort to restore the city commons, which is now Whoa. well. Hola. Have you actually ever been there? I mean, there is so much trash. Bravo gave it a second season. <laughs> Don't tell us about our reality, because we live our reality every day. Courtney Rose, out, peace! My mixtape is getting some crazy love. What's happening? It appears as if... So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have heard the sad sack snuff buzzer, which means that Daniel has locked in his ratio for the mayor. Daniel, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to take a lead from the intern on this one and go uh, 1-1. <laughs> one one. Oh, this is a this is a gimmick show, and I can see it trying to float on some sort of social commentary. Uh, don't see people having a lot of patience for that. So I think after a season, what he becomes mayor? Are people going to stick around for a two season to the mayorship arc? I don't think so. Maybe they'll change the name, and it'll be it'll go from like the mayor to the president. I think the gimmick pushes it beyond one season that it gets the renewal but you're right no one actually cares about what he does once he is mayor they just care about him becoming mayor one slash two 
Uh, I think you guys are way off base here. Oh. This is going to ride high. Okay. This is going to be a 4-5. Uh, 4-5? A 4-5. Mare is going to just run off of the African-American viewership and keep going. Okay, I have a question for you. Is he going to be reelected during oh. during the 4-5 run? Yeah, the second election at the end of season four, that's when everyone stops watching. Okay. How long is a is a does a mayor or uh, can can he then run for like then they'll change the name of the show to the president? Wait, do run. they have one year terms, two year terms? They have two year terms. You oh, can do I the reelection yeah, at the beginning of year three, oh. season three. Interns and blowing pers- my mind here. Damn, what if he? What if the show gets really aggressive and he continues into like state legislature sh- slash like like you the know, governor? Yeah, like, I mean, next you would well, next you would probably go into like yeah, either the governor or maybe the state congress could be mm. secretary of state. Yeah, no, he could just be like a, a representative, like a uh, but like a state representative, not <sighs> a national congressman. Yeah, maybe maybe it, maybe he just keeps conquering and conquering and doing great things and changing the entire world. Wow, one rap. This at a time. show could really be. Oh, oh. There's the sad sack snuff buzzer. Time to stop talking about bullshit and. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, just as a quick follow-up, Daniel, Touch, starring Kiefer Sutherland, lasted a full two seasons. You are correct. Oh, two exactly. Two. Yeah, they let it run the whole distance for the two and then canceled that shit because he's Kiefer. He's Kiefer, which means that my ratio for The Good Doctor is closer than any of you. Okay. Unless it's two exactly, what I said. Uh, Kiss my ass. It's Freddie Highmore doesn't get the same leash that Sutherland does. Yeah. God damn it. All right. Number three. Jason Ritter, son of the late John Ritter, stars as Kevin, a down-on-his-luck man who is tasked by God with a mission to save the world. Originally titled The Gospel of Kevin, is now known as Kevin, bracket, probably, bracket, saves the world. So Kevin probably saves the world. In parenthesis. (laughs) Here we go. How are you? Hey, Reese, say hi to your Uncle Kevin. Hey. Hey. Look, I know that he hasn't been in our lives lately, but he needs us. Give him a chance. Was that a meteor? Sure as hell looked like it. I mean, your mom would definitely not want us to go check that out. I know. But I mean, we're definitely going to go check that out, right? Wait, I don't think we should... Transform yourself into something new. How did we get here? You drove! You thought it was an awesome idea to touch a space rock, and then you brought it back with us! I am a messenger from God sent here to... Kevin? Uh, who are you? In every generation, there's 36 people that stand for all the righteous souls in the world. You are one of those souls. Yeah, no, uh, that sounds great. I, I love it. Who are you talking to? She can't see me. You don't see anybody else in this kitchen right now? Ooh, is what, they think about me. what is wrong with you? Things are a little weird right now. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was the patented sad sack snuff buzzer initiated by Daniel indicating that he has had enough 
of Kevin probably saves the world and has locked in his ratio. Daniel. Give us the Christian <laughs> view. Mm. I don't know. The, the Christian <laughs> wait, vote. wait, wait. God is an alien. Daniel, go. <laughs> well, you know, if you were to like just perceptively take a look at the idea of God, he would definitely be extraterrestrial, even just in a literal sense. So I'm, I'm fine with all that. Um, what it? <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of like Jason Ritter, so it's like kind of yeah. sad that he just does shit like this most of the time. We're but, cheering. We're cheering for Ritter. Um, it's it'll probably just be lighthearted enough that no one's gonna choke on it if they get stuck watching it in the background. I give it like a maybe a, maybe a one two. I, I can't. I can't see this lasting much longer than two, but then they are all these other shows that are sort of about the end of the world and the apocalypse and tribulation and, you know, end times, be them, be they lighthearted or, or incredibly dark and dramatic. Those shows tend to be doing popular. That last man on earth is what, like season three or four now. That's true. But that has darkness. This is all about being, this is too, this is angel uplifting. It's got the Hispanic angel trying to pander to the cultural outrage nonsense yeah, like 36 individuals stay what kind of weird that, that that's like mormon oh. uh, scientology type numbers or jehovah numbers it's like she pops out of the car and like i'm i was sent here to take care of you kevin and you're like oh miscast and then you're like oh she's a terrible actress and why what what is going on daniel <laughs> i'm gonna lean to the overreaction of abc's network executives and i'm gonna go zero slash one on kevin probably saves the world can't even decide on a title this thing's doomed intern uh i think this will last four episodes that seems like a strong run for so you're gonna go nonsense that we just watched you're gonna go 0.4 0.4 it's uh just 0.4 yeah 0.4 0.4 strong four episodes Four, okay, so not even 0.4, just four episodes straight up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's changing the game, Daniel. This is uh, an exclusive. He's going rogue. Well, he's playing He's playing loose. He's not thinking about next year. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's, trying to, he's trying to make hot shot. <laughs> you know. he's, he's hoping he nails a couple of them dead on so that everyone forgets about the eight he got wildly wrong. <laughs> he's, he's playing loose. He's not thinking about next year. That's great. It's true. Um, okay, quick intermission here. Roseanne will return for a mid-season reboot. Any thoughts on that? A mid-season? You know who's going to be in that? Roseanne's bringing back the whole cast. Apparently, John, apparently Goodman? John Goodman's character died at the end of the original series, which I didn't understand, and they're just bringing him back. Of course. <laughs> Why not? He died at the original one? <laughs> I, oh, okay. I, heard, I heard that on a podcast, and I was like, oh, Ah, no one fucking remembers. Who cares? Bring them back. They're taking a page out of the Kingsman. Wow. What's a, what's a, I guess, you know, picture yourself in the meeting room. What's a Roseanne reboot without John Goodman? It's pointless. Right, yeah. It's pointless. I really hope they work it into the script. He's the biggest draw. Uh, no, they won't. They'll just ignore the fact. Well, they were trying to end the show, right? So why apologize for trying to end the show and just reboot it the way that you want to re-envision it? And yeah. Who cares? Uh, Jimmy Kimmel will return to host the Oscars. That's fun. I thought he did a good job. Yeah. And next, the story of a couple whose marriage is reignited by their divorce. Daniel, this is Splitting Up Together. I hate that title. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like Spitting Up Together. This is what we're both going to be doing after watching this trailer. (laughs) Splitting Up Together. Here... 
we go. One night changed my life forever. Two hearts, we were thrown together. We're pulling the plug. Do not resuscitate. We had a good run, but we're halting production. Don't cry for me, Argentina. We're shooting old yeller right between the eyes. We've been living separate lives for years now. I was just gonna go for a quick run. I was just gonna do the laundry, plunge the upstairs toilet, call a guy about the broken sprinkler, go to work, come home and make dinner. Cool. What's for dinner? And the kids know, and they're okay. Things really aren't gonna be that different because we're gonna continue living together. Why would you get divorced if you still wanna live together? Because we're not gonna be living together together. We're gonna switch off every other week. Right. The on-duty parent will take care of the kids. Oh, crap. The off-duty parent will live in the garage. Can you turn that thing off? No, Lena insists that when it's turned off, it gets damp. And when it gets damp, the centipedes come. The centipedes come? You know what, Artie? Screw Lena. I don't have to follow her orders anymore. Let's talk about your huevos and why they might be hurting. Mom, you didn't fling them around in some weird way, did you? Maybe we should consult Dad. Martin! Did you turn off the dehumidifier? Yeah, I feel like you've been exaggerating this whole centipede issue. and I haven't seen any. I can't just focus on the kids anymore. I have my own needs. I need romance and sex in my life, and Martin just doesn't. Excuse me? Ladies and gentlemen, that was the sad sack snuff buzzer. You've been snuffed. Daniel has locked in his ratio. Daniel, splitting up together, what do you, uh, you got to say? Hmm. I was bummed because I like Jenna Fisher. Uh, yeah, he seems weak. I hate to, you know, jinx her or wish her any sort of ill will or her success any sort of ill will. I just don't. There's see. darkness, Daniel. Do I see much here? They're trying. Yeah, they're 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 really approaching it from a lighthearted comical standpoint. But there is it is based in a foundation of divorce slash darkness. Is is divorce darkness or is it normal? It's like it's darkness at first but then once it's all settled then it's very normal yeah, and, and you fine. can't settle right. if you're splitting no. up together no he's he's got a good point the moment of divorce and the um that part of it the beginning is bad but then it it does create normalcy and becomes sometimes a positive thing afterwards and maybe that's what this is okay. a, this is about this is about abc celebrating the the normalcy and the um the positive end of it, the family staying together, even though they're splitting up. Yeah, but it's not even this would like this is very bad for the children because there needs to be a sense of separation. If you are going to go through with a divorce, just having one of you living in the garage, that's that's literally untouchable for a full week. Yeah. Just lets the kids know that there's some sort of like horrible burden or job that you have to attend to. And you've literally gone out of your way to sacrifice your freedom and your marriage to just avoid having to take care of them for like seven days. That's what every kid should understand, that they are a burden. Right. <laughs> there, are, there, are less, there are less lunatic ways to go about that than, than this. And it just seems, I don't know. With the, with, the, with, the, with the previous predictions, it's been like, there may be an audience for this. Somebody may push for this. I feel like this show is going to be one of those ones that's like, probably better than ones that will continue on longer but it's just sort of forgettable a little bit so i don't know i a, a one is a one a one one <laughs> a one one look what i did a one one yeah look what you've done 
you've moved him away from ratios. Now he's like being specific. I picture this backfiring up and blowing up in ABC's face. They've got this trailer that's all lighthearted and blah, but really what's going to happen is they're going to walk in. The, like The kids are going to walk into the room and see their parents watching this show and just, ha, 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 this show's great. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Right? And it's a show about divorcing, and it's going to cause strife within the family. The Mommy, children, why can't you and Daddy live together and separate la- like on TV? Why are you laughing at a show about Mom and Snobs yeah. and Dads breaking up? But even like in the trailer of the show, by the end of the trailer, or at least before I cut it off, it was already implying that she didn't care for the situation that they were doing. So after all the premise and build up, she already knows that it's a bunch of bullshit and it's not going to work. Yeah. And so then what? What's what's the arc? The arc is either he moves away and they each form individual lives and their divorce goes really happily, which is <laughs> boring. Yeah. Or it's they gonna, get back together, which is boring. No, nah, they're going to set off stuck in that house ever. It's going to set off all the feminists out there as well because they're going to see him having that woman show up so that he can rail in the garage. It's okay for him. You know, and then she's going to try, but it's not going to be the same. And she's not going to care as much right. because she's more sensitive because she's a woman because, you know, women care more and, and blah, blah, blah. And she has, yeah. yeah. All right. Zero slash one. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, can I go talk to dad about my balls? He's fucking his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Zero slash one. Intern, you have anything to say about this? Yeah, I give it a one four. See? That we've now we've would you like to explain these type of ratios because these we these haven't come up yet this episode but they were pretty big last episode. What did you just say? A one four. A one four. Yeah. So this is where you have a large degree of uncertainty about the success. So you're trying to create. I'm thinking about next year. He's thinking about next year. <laughs> He's thinking about next year. He's right. trying to be accurate. And this is what this is one where you recognize that it could fail instantly if it doesn't catch on because it's kind of forgettable. So if it yeah, goes under radar and has no marketing, it has zero chance. But if it picks up, people find it quaint and they're like, "Isn't that chick from the office?" Unlike the last <laughs> religious one, I feel like this will pick up a strong religious viewership. Yeah, and they'll try I, to like use this to communicate with their children about how divorce is the enemy. We've underestimated a lot of things on this show, and one of them has been the religious impact of Gods and Kings got axed real quick and also we underestimate the weight of the stars it feels like if it's a female star i mean i'm probably gonna get in trouble for this but it really doesn't matter that much if it's like keeper sutherland yeah you can bank on at well least, he did 24 for seven years and that and was also the best tv show star. that was network and dan just said it he's a movie star right? yeah but uh, he's not very good at he, movies he was a movie star he was no Daniel just said it. Yeah. He was a movie right. star. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like the more you do upfront podcasts, the tighter your ratios get. If you go back far enough, Daniel once delivered hey, a, a 1.8. My ratios so far <laughs> have been the tightest. <laughs> I get loose for one trailer. Yeah. That's how it starts. God damn you get it. loose once and then you start to really second guess yourself for the rest of the time. All your ratios start looking like... Like a tight little anus. Like, <laughs> like wide... Like like Moses and the sea. Oh. Yeah. Like a one eight. <laughs> <laughs> like good old American crime. Have we have we checked up on that? Am I still <laughs> Yeah. Oh, are you accurate? Okay everybody, quick. One second. <laughs> Is one eight still accurate? What if it ends up being like a CSI or something and goes like fourteen seasons? Currently season three. 
Okay, so we're gonna have to check back up on this in like 2023. Ah, uh, it's looking good on uh, IMDb. ABC cancels Ameris- American Crime No Season Four. It was it went three seasons. So Woo. your Daniel, your one slash eight ratio is correct. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Uh. <laughs> All right. I just had to follow up on that one, make sure we got that right. All right, the next trailer is an overworked television producer and single mother in the middle of a fractious separation. Young daughter goes missing in the middle of the night, and Jane's world and her controversial police series implodes. Ten days in the valley. Ten days in the valley. This is a ten-episode event, right? Oh, wait. Ten-episode event? This what is this? Is this where they ten, try to pass it off? It's valley? like a miniseries. That's, that's gotta be. Ten Days in the Valley is the one after the one we're about to do. <laughs> uh, the next one is uh, an isolated community of superhumans fight to protect themselves. Marvels in humans. Marvels in humans. Yeah, Ten Days in the Valley coming up. Here we <laughs> go. Sooner or later. The humans are going to find us up here. You should have known this day was coming. Are we supposed to follow our king and remain as silent as he is? We need to go to Earth now. We've been hiding here too long. Let's go to our rightful home. If we were on Earth, we would have a glorious planet to live on, thrive on! You're talking about betraying your brother. You're talking about treason. You're blind to his intentions. Right or wrong, he's dangerous. What I'm talking about is freedom. Freedom for all inhumans. Are you going to use your voice to kill your only brother? What the? We will not let anyone or anything stop us. We will create our destiny. Keep us from being free. We have not yet heard you, you watched the, whole the sad sack snuff buzzer. That was at the level <laughs> of the Marvel Cinematic Universe that we're at now. I can't believe I'm even looking at that. <laughs> Please. That seems like a joke trailer that <laughs> DC made to make fun of how much content on television and movies Marvel is daring to make. And I think that we've seen it. That was too much. What? what tell us about Bear Man. That is too much. Bear Man? I don't know. Horribly miscast. Some guy that looks like an extra from Fifty Shades <laughs> Darker. <laughs> 
running around with a fucking like, leather strap bear or something? Or was it a dog? Or was it just a big bulldog? Does he have a shape-changing bulldog? Because that was in there somewhere. Um, it looks fucking awful. It was a big <laughs> mistake to make this half-ass budgeted thing in IMAX cameras because you could see every everything that they couldn't afford. The dude from Game of Thrones? What? What was that? We shall care about freedom. Yeah, we, tell us, Bolton. Uh, he's a horrible, like, speech giver. If that's his actual accent, we never need to hear it again. Wow, this is this is awful. It is. It's, it's got a whole empire of money behind it, though. So, do they want to just go? Oh yeah, it is awful. We're gonna go ahead and cut this and just take the heat and let everything die down for a while and try again later. Or are they just going to be like, no, just keep fucking marketing it. Squelch the dissenters. Eventually, people will just assume it's mediocre. Will that happen? Because I don't know. If, if that does happen, then it could blow, then it changes everything. Otherwise, this is a zero one. This is already premiered in IMAX. Would you like to know the Rotten Tomato rating? Sure. It's big. In turn, go ahead. The uh, It's a whopping 7%. <sighs> yeah. It looks, this looks bad. And it, they're like, cause like the other ones don't look all that great either. Like the shield or the, the January, what's it? Jenny jo- Jane Jones, Mrs. Jones, Agent Jones, Agent Carter. Is that what it is? Carter. Agent Carter. That's the Haley Atwell one I was trying to think of. Yeah. There's like, there's a couple of them that are on, they have a couple of series going and like, they don't look spectacular, but they look well budgeted and like someone cared about them. This just looks like, I don't know, guy, what is he? Did he hit the ground really hard? Let's make him the ground hitter. Uh, this one has like a, a bear. He can portal with a bear. And uh, this one's, I don't know, it's got like an alien head. doesn't do anything, just has an alien head. I don't know, I'm sure I'm just like making everyone that loves this actual comic series like grab their heads and is, shake. Is there people, though, that love this actual series? This is like no. not even the lesser X-Men. It's like the lesser, lesser X-Men. Yeah, this is like, like third tier comics. I feel like... In comics world. Yeah, in <laughs> the little bit of time that I spent there, I, I thought that the Inhumans were like not that strong or spectacularly powered and then also annoying so they like were just sort of like you go back to your alien planet then you fucking whiny bastard and then that those people grouped up together to make their own sad club but you know that they're supposed to be in this movie i don't know if these guys are but the inhumans characters (laughs) are supposed to be in the i think i think that i think that they got carried away and I think that somebody drew some one one too many bubbles on the whiteboard connecting in the big spider web of the Avenger climax. And I don't think Inhumans was ever truly considered to be a part of the cinematic universe. And I got to tell you that being that IMDb says there are eight episodes that exist, that is where it will stop. Guys. Based on all the negative feedback that they've already received, critics are shitting on this. Like, no, 0.5 slash 1. I'm I'm locking in at the most specific ratio I can. I refuse to do these uh, on the dot <laughs> ratios because I think that really threatens our future. <laughs> okay. Yeah, zero point five slash one is where I fall on the Inhumans. I uh, repeat everything that Daniel said. <laughs> it's. <laughs> How long is Green Arrow I love been going it. on? I love there? it when he watches the whole trailer because he's got like a drop jaw <laughs> trying to understand. <laughs> it's like visually trying to interpret. What? Why? It's just like cheap, cheap. Somebody yelling. That's that dude that cuts dicks off of Game of Thrones. Cheap, cheap. <laughs> yeah. Dick cutter. Cheap yeah. dick cutter. Like yeah. And Daniel's like, what is this? Rage. And then uh, intern's like, oh, look, it's Bear Man. 
I don't uh, know what his a name powerful is. Voice or something. <laughs> yeah, he's got an endangered roar. <laughs> roar. He's the roarer. Lay it down. What do you want to give this intern? Any of your uh, time? Well, I really hope that it uh, fails immediately. Saying that, I give it a a one five. <laughs> Here we go. He gets called out for being too specific. Now it's going to be a bunch of like, I don't know. I'll give this like a, like a zero there, nine. There is a market for this. Given that levity. He's too committed to the universe. It's like he's uh, he wants well, to be like an honorary executive. The, I think the problem is, is that the better superhero shows are on Netflix. And they're not even good. Like, they're okay. But it's not something that I'm... You know, can't wait to watch the next season. Right. And there's enough Marvel drama out there. If they wanted to take this idea and run with it, they should go and grab the truly, like, forgotten characters. Forgotten because they should have been forgotten. The ones that have, like, abysmal, stupid, or (laughs) counterproductive powers. And get all those guys together and, like, have them be spiteful against actual superheroes. Maybe some of them start to turn to villains. Maybe they all do. Oh, I don't know. There's too much of it. The only, the only, uh, uh television show i'm looking forward to about comic book characters is john bernthal in the punisher it's the only one i want to watch i want to watch him be dark and murder people because i liked him in wind river and everything else he's done do you know what he's gonna what network has that netflix oh okay yeah yeah that should be okay then okay well i'm glad we agree okay uh next up is 10 days in the valley already mentioned overworked single mother man's to blame something's going on in her police woman life's uh, job. Her life job. Her life job. All right. I'm Ten days in the valley. I'm going to get in trouble for this one. Here we go. We lie to ourselves every day. How are we doing for tomorrow? Convince ourselves that we're in control. Rehearsal's up! Mommy! Mommy! Hi. Mommy. But that's rarely the case. Don't close the door, Jane. Don't you dare close the... <laughs> <laughs> the question is, what do you do? When you're no longer shaping your own story. Tell me you're on fire. Studio needs rewrites. Get the new pages to us by 4. 4 a.m.? With a little pressure, you're going to come up with something even better. I'm coming, sweetheart. I'm so sorry. I'd like to report a missing child oh at 696 Laurel Vale Drive. John Burr, robbery homicide. We're going to find your daughter. Whoever took her must have had a key. Everyone has keys to this house. My nanny, my assistant, my sister, my kid. What about your ex? You got some? I don't know. He's not supposed to. Where is my baby girl? What are you talking about? Mother of the year, John. <laughs> <laughs> your cooperation. I've been cooperating. You're just not listening. You're not listening to me. We need to open up the timeline. Why? Because I lied to you. How's that show yours? Oh. How do you know about that? It's a cop show. I'm a cop. That is the patented sad sack snuff buzzer. Snuffed again. That means that Daniel has snuffed 10 Days in the Valley, and he has locked in his ratio. Daniel, 10 Days in the Valley, are you spending 10 days there? 10 Days 
in the valley. Didn't this woman do like six seasons of The Closer? Yeah, this is Kira Sedgwick, a.k.a. Kevin Bacon's wife. Kevin Bacon's wife. Yeah, God, I forget he's that old. They almost match um, faces. Yeah. Well, she's been taking his face for years. That's why he has that patented skeletal look. Also known as the woman from Phenomenon, starring John Travolta, which changed my life spiritually. It did. It led Nathan to develop his own brain tumor. Yeah. <laughs> if I could choose between a light in the sky and a tumor, i choose a tumor I would, because it's here within us. I don't know. I don't know why I know what I know. Uh, I have a... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That is the show within a show alarm, which automatically gives it a one-season boost. Just wanted to make sure that got out there before Daniel made his final decision. Go ahead, Daniel. Oh, does that, is that automatic? <laughs> <laughs> Whenever there is a play within a play or a show within a show, it gets more interesting. It gets deeper. Right. I, I, I let the trailer go on a little bit longer than I wanted to because of, cause she was like, she was sitting down at some, I didn't understand, I didn't realize what she was sitting down at. I thought it was some weird like piece of technology and she was like, time to open up the timeline. I was like, oh shit, it's a fucking time travel show. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like her just lying about her MO or whatever. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> but yeah, you're right though. That's weird that you brought that, that little magical show within a show boost because I, I was going to give this a 2-4. Oh. I don't have any interest at it, in it at all, uh, but I, we were, what, six trailers in to a 10-trailer lineup, and this looks like maybe the slightly <laughs> endurable thing that they've put out so far. It's nice and generic. It's about a kidnapped kid. You're going to find a big audience that's into watching that kind of drama. Uh, they recognize this woman. Uh, the feminist might jump onto this because it's an older woman and she runs her own kind of sort of show a little bit. And maybe there's, I don't know. I, I feel like I've just given too many ones. <laughs> that ex-husband is the best. That goatee. I can't go below two. I can't go below two. I got to ride with my cousin on the two minimum. Uh, but I am going to make a tighter ratio. I'm going to go two, three. Mother of the year. <laughs> I, I appreciate the reason for going two, four. You just don't know in a landscape as desolate as ABC. So I get it. And you may be right, but I'm going to go tighter because I don't want to cop. I don't want to piggyback. So two, three intern. I wonder if they could do seasons and it would just be 10 days in like 10 days in the Valley and then 10 days on the range and 10 days in the mountain. And her kid just keeps getting kidnapped over and over. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm going to like 24. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kara Sedgwick in Another. New 24. How many times can one man experience that much stress and anxiety over 24 hours? If we follow it from his perspective, he just goes and kidnaps her kid, holds onto it for a month, and then mysteriously <laughs> returns it. <laughs> He's like behind most of the terror's plots. Just can't <laughs> deal with normal life. I think uh, I'm going to uh, touch butts with you, Nathan. Hmm. I'm going to say this is a one-two. Okay. All right. See, that's strategic. I appreciate that. That's thinking next year and also being strategic. Yeah. And now we're all touching butts, kind of. Yeah. A little bit. It's like a... a little bit. It's more like Daniel and I are just full-on incestual and you're just like watching like a cuckold. Right. You're just cuckolding. <laughs> I was a cousin, so you'd fuck me. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Zach Braff is Alex. He's in his mid-30s and he's trying to start a podcasting company. This feels a little familiar. Satisfy Studios presents Trailer Park Podcast Production, Upfronts 2017. It's called Alex Inc. 
Alkink rolls off the tongue. Am I am I slurring? Is he making fun of me? No, it's the actual title itself. It's like rural juror. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a thirty rock shout out. <laughs> Alexander. Here we go. Welcome to the Nerd Factory. Everyone here has ideas they're developing. Those guys are designing a robot that rocks a baby to sleep. Heads up! Coming along, fellas. Why should I invest in your podcast company? It's the Cadillac of podcast companies. The people use Cadillac as a reference. <laughs> Alex, listen. Who are you and what are you doing? Go. I, I, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to cheer people up. I want to engage their minds. So I am out of here. Who's with me? Let's get out of here. Meeting adjourned. Listen, what if I start my own podcast company? We have a mortgage and two kids we're required to feed. That's why I'm going to ask Eddie to be my partner. Second cousin Eddie? I believe in this company. That's why I'm putting everything I have into it. You don't have anything. Yeah, but it's all in there. <laughs> he makes highly produced, highly edited pieces. They require equipment and staff and just a little bit of Alex's special sauce. It's my job to get that out of him. You say filthy things without realizing it. I like you. You are my inspiration. It's like a glorious ballet. <laughs> Did you brush your teeth? This is how I brush my teeth. This is a completely normal workplace. Heads up! Whoa. Yeah, whoa indeed. Your dream's about to come true. Should we hug? I feel like maybe we should hug. Okay, quick one with back taps. Oh, me too. Oh my gosh. Are you sure this story's appropriate for children? They really want you to have your shot, but you know what would have been nice in return? Not spending the 401k? Not lying to the person. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the Sad Sack Snuff Buzzer patented, uh, patent pending. Um, that means that Daniel has heard enough of Alex Inc., and has locked in his ratio. Daniel, Alex Inc., podcasting company, mid-30s. Go easy on it. Alex Inc., uh, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and give it a 2-3. Uh, this as well as in the better of the trailers that they've put out so far. Not that it's also cloyingly sweet in a way and looks kind of annoying, but Zach Braff, for as pretentious as his movies are, I love TV Zach Braff. He's got a nice, lighthearted comedy sensibility. I loved all the seasons of Scrubs. Nine. Yeah. And people shit on those last two because they had new people they're trying to bring in, like Scrubs Next Generation. I liked those as well. Um, yeah, two, three. There's not much to say. I mean, it looks sort of cute, sort of funny. It's about a podcasting company. So, God, it's so fucking contemporary. Uh, <laughs> I think people are do ready. Do you see that I hate it as much as I'm, like, okay with it? <laughs> I do. And I think that the subject matter will also speak to a wider demographic. And I'm going to touch butts, and I'm going to give it a shot, mainly because we're podcasting, and I feel like we owe Alex Inc. a little bit of a leash. I'm going to touch butts. I'm going to go 3-4. All right. All right. I'll, uh, I'll come on top of all of this oh, and say... Uh, great visual. This will be a 5-8. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. <laughs> Zach Braff will buy himself out of his contract before then. That sounds like a good move, uh, intern. <laughs> Next up, refugees from a war-torn country start showing up 
to seek asylum in an American town. Only, the country these people are from is America, and the war they are fleeing is 250 years in the future. This is The Crossing. The Crossing. <laughs> Here we go. Believe you have a visitor, Jude. I I'm sorry, everyone. I just need to borrow the sheriff real quick. <gasps> Army chopper spotted a body down at Thorn Beach. I thought no one went to Thorn Beach. Not this time of year. She's breathing. She's breathing! Open your eyes. Jude! What is this? a date of birth almost 150 years from now. Help us understand how that's possible. You can't imagine what will become possible. Over 400 people drowned. I just wish I knew why. How did you get in the water? We were running away. To what? The war. But there's no war here. There will be. Take me to the dead. Who are we looking for in the hangar? My daughter. Hey, drop the weapon! On your knees! Hands behind your head! Did you see that? How does she do that? This one is different. She's a threat to my town, and I deserve to know what I'm up against. There could be more with powers out there. The ones you need to fear, they're already here. We're all gonna be okay. We have a town full of people wondering what's going on. We're not the first ones to come here. That one went the distance. No sad sack snuffer for the <clears throat> crossing. Daniel, why? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because uh, I want to give a chance to like a sci-fi show, you know? I'm always uh, encourage less uh, another divorced parent drama <laughs> or another startup company or fish out of water or, you know, at least here there's some sort of time travel sci-fi thing going on. The problem is that it's a network sh television show and it's dealing with... That's why I gave it a chance to play itself out. I was like, what's the bend? What's the bend on this? What are you going to try and tell me about the future? Like, what's your reasoning behind the war that they're fleeing from? What's all that shit? I have a hard time seeing that show maneuver through the very, very delicate political landscape we have down here without pissing off half of everybody with something. So I don't know how much of a chance this show has, even if it's decent. And then even if it's decent, do you even want to watch it? Because how long before something pops out that's just like, okay, okay. Hmm. To be fair, I think this is the best trailer that's happened. Yeah, and Steve Zahn's in there. It's nice to see him doing something that's not involving uh, Jason Biggs and <laughs> humor. So, like, 
I my immediate reaction is good idea, poorly executed. And why do they have superpowers? Fuck off with superpowers. Super, superpowers was like, ugh, we have enough of that. Yeah, it was like my promo propped it up to like five seasons. And then as the trailer progressed, it just started. It was like a, a timer, just like counting down the seasons until it hit one, two. How long did Heroes last? One slash two. The Crossing will not get past the second season, in my opinion. How long did Heroes last? Was it four? 2.5? But f- the it, it wasn't good after the first season. Well, the season. third one was a half season because the strike. That's why. No, I think one of them was half. I don't care which. It was terrible after the first season. I think this will be a 2-3. I'm 1-2. Yeah. He's 2-3. Daniel? Yeah, I'm getting ready to... I think what I'm going to do here is I'm going to group hug and go 1-3. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's good. I, there's a very good chance that just this just doesn't get off the ground because however they execute it is, is in whatever way will be, will be poor or just misjudged demographically. The other thing is that they already had this show, I feel like. Wasn't it called like the 4400 or the something? There was a the 100 on CW and there was a 4400 show as well. And I haven't, I don't know enough about either to talk about the, either of them. The, the 4400 was 4400 people that had gone missing over the last 50 years all returned at once in the same, at the same age in which they were way they went missing so like yeah people that have been like gone since the 1950s over the same age and like they all get corralled into these like massive detention centers and investigated and experimented on and they end up having like sort of psychic abilities as well so like this show like the whole time i was like this is just them taking this idea and putting it in a different venue i guess was there actually 4400 people on the show it's like abc doing something poorly that someone else already did Satisfactorily, yeah. satisfactorily and south park already did this too where there was like no jobs in the future so everybody comes back from the future to get jobs here and starts undercutting all the mexicans for jobs and then the mexicans start getting pissed off <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, i like one three i like the one three hug daniel do you know what we need what do we need nathan we need a reality series called boy band god where they find the next great boy band i want to portray emotions that didn't work out that was supposed to be i want it that way <laughs> that was just worked just as well though i want to portray emotions <laughs> clip just that i want it that way i always expect the lyrics too to be really dark when they're not it's like your hands bound <laughs> you gagging because you can't breathe oh anyway it's suffocating that actually sounds like the most successful thing i'm i'm not even fucking around that's only like the most successful thing that they'll do the next boy boy band um your reality tv show they've got this for j-pop that will be the for most K-pop. successful thing that they do of this entire lineup that we're looking at bar none that being said let's move on to the next uh, dis- or, uh trailer um it's set in the southern district of new york federal court aka wait, 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 we're not watching a trailer for the boy band show no we're not Ugh. what no, i'm sorry i'm sorry this is we all we were I... both so excited this so is... you thought you could boy band <laughs> <laughs> this is all i have for you okay it's all i have for you uh the show uh, coming up here in this trailer is called for the people it's about the 
Southern District of New York Federal Court, a.k.a. the Mother Court, follows a brand of new lawyers working for both the defense and the prosecution as they handle the most high-profile and high-stakes cases in the country because that's what you do. You hand those cases over to brand-new lawyers. Right, with a wild new interpretation of the law. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for the people. But, sir, it's the law. Yeah, but does it feel like the law? And then, like, the boy band music kicks on. With the lawyers just fucking one hand over their heads like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're singing to the judge. I want it that way. Take my plea. Take my plea. (laughs) (sighs) All right. So what's it called? For the people. For the people. Here we go. When the door opens, you can go in first. I know you were here first. It doesn't matter. If it didn't matter, you wouldn't be here first. Assistant United States Attorneys to the right, Federal Public Defenders to the left. You can sit together if you like, but if I've learned anything after 27 years of doing this is that you don't like to sit together. This is the mother court, the oldest, most prestigious, highest profile trial court in America. The cases are hard, the stakes are high, the lawyers on the other side are better than you. Some of you won't succeed, some of you are not worthy. Are you worthy? You're up against the United States government, and the government almost always wins because they have all the power. This is your first case. I expect you to win. Can I ask you a question? I don't want to be the help desk for every man in this office too lazy to look something up for himself. Look this up for yourself. What's the charge? Your client tried to blow up the Statue of Liberty. It's bad for this office. It's bad for the FBI. Don't be scared, kid. Your parents love each other even when they fight. We're not done. I'll run. Yankees tickets? He's the enemy. No, the Red Sox are the enemy. He's the adversary. If you go to trial, you are going to lose. Is that how you want to start your career? Leonard doesn't think you're ready for this case. Well, he's right. Neither one of us is ready for a case like this, but I'm at least humble enough to recognize it. I've never been a fan of humility. That's the patented sad snack. Sad snack. Fucking every time. Sad sack snuff buzzer. Can we come up with some sad snacks? Uh, Daniel, that means that you've locked in your ratio for the people. What ratio have you locked in for the people? For the people, I'm going to go with... Here's where I'm at, Nathan. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, people like procedurals. They like cop shows. They like FBI shows. They like doctor shows. They like lawyer shows. It doesn't really matter what little new spin you put on it. It might grab viewers for like two or three weeks. After that, the people sitting around watching this show are just people that like shows about courtrooms. Um, It doesn't look crazy enough to draw any other audience than that, but most court shows are successful, right? Unless they're fucking straight up stupid. This one doesn't look that stupid. I don't know. (laughs) Two, two... One f- fly, one five, <laughs> one five, two four. You locking it at two one four. four? I'm going one four. One four. <laughs> one four. Okay, here's my problem. Your one star, well, if you can call her that, um, established actress that is leading this show is Hope Davis, and she's not even in their cast list on IMDb. Um, it's a bunch of nobodies having sex with each other, arguing points. And I agree with you that lawyer shows work, but you need to have a bankable star. There's no James Spader. 
There's no William Shatner. There's no... Viola Davis. Viola Davis. Thank you, intern. This is a zero slash one. You have a black female lead. This is know uh, how to get away with that murder. was racist. <laughs> how to get away with murder is going to go on for forever, right? I think how to get away with murder just got canceled. Oh, so you can okay just shut your fucking mouth and quit putting your foot. I in guess it. that proves a different point that this won't last very long. I'm going to go with a uh, one seven. <laughs> uh, I spread my arms wide and you spread them wider. Safe play, and you know what? You can say earnestly that. You're right next year. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I was wrong. How to Get Away with Murder was renewed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, still, still going strong. Take, take my foot and put it in your mouth. ABC orders another season of the hit drama. Well, of course, if it's ABC, it's the only thing they've got. They got to hang on to that shit. Should have told me. What about the Chicago-verse? It got canceled. Oh, Chicago is, Justice. Is Chicago Justice got canceled. So... But they I still think, have fire, police, and medical. I think they just overstepped their bounds. They were they were got a little bit eager, and they prematurely came in their pants with the with the universe concept. They're, they'll come out with the same idea with a different show title. They're backpedaling. They want to stay strong. They don't want to stretch themselves too thin. Mm. And plus, Carl Weathers can be used in a different show that could be more successful. Carl Weathers has star power. I, th- I think interns, right? I think they will just repackage a court okay. drama. Chicago judgment or yeah Chicago comma I L I think the intern is full of deception which leads us to our next show deception Cameron Black is the world's greatest illusionist at least that's what people used to call him before his greatest secret was exposed and his career destroyed even worse Cameron has good reason to believe that this was no accident deception deception (laughs) here we Go. Okay, Felix. Tell me this. You're a cartel commander, one of their best. You don't make mistakes. Why are you really here? How's our guest? Talkative. Let's get him tucked in. Yeah. Who is that? Sir, you cannot be here. You're Cameron Black. He's Cameron Black. Cameron Black is the world's greatest illusionist. It's one of those blows who is off by one centimeter, you fool and die. Okay, team meeting tomorrow to discuss positive reinforcement. Our pep talks suck. There's a word magicians don't use anymore, but I always wanted to try it. Ta. He's about to become the FBI's most extraordinary secret weapon. Your plane did not explode. It disappeared. Show me. Ta-da. Excuse me. I prematurely (laughs) ta-da. That's how you make a plane disappear. You've seen my specials. Nope. Seriously, none of them? It's not you. I don't like magic. <sighs> okay. Let me get this straight. We lost a plane, Felix Ruiz. I just heard the patented sad sack studio snuff buzzer. Daniel, that means you've locked in your ratio for deception with Cameron Black is the most 
amazing illusionist, and he's working with the FBI. Ever. Cameron Black. I'm going to go 0.51. (laughs) Uh, This show, everything about this show screams poor man. So the show is poor man's uh, Now You See Me. uh, Yes. the guy being interviewed in that in that airplane seat at the beginning was poor man's John Turturro. Uh, the lead female is poor man's Aisha Tyler. Uh, the guy who plays the magician looks like some generic 17-year-old boy. Oh, if anything's right about magicians, they're dorky 17-year-olds. It would be, I guess in that sense, yes. This show, like just looks annoying the whole show itself also looks like a sort of like a premise like castle you guys remember that show castle yeah we're like hey we're gonna get this guy that does stuff that has skills that loosely relate to our incredibly complicated and serious job we're just gonna let him walk around with free reign <laughs> oh god isn't castle yeah. like super successful isn't it still going castle just, went like seven seasons or something just yeah. ended castle just ended yeah but that's because nathan fillion is charming even in a badly premised show this just looks through and through annoying and or forgettable. Uh, 0.51. Well, it wouldn't be ABC and it wouldn't be Sad Zack Studios presents a trailer park podcast presentation of the Upfront's 2017 ABC edition without a 1.8. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I think he was cast because he's probably a real magician. And Now You See Me did well even though I thought it was bullshit. So if Now You See Me is bullshit... And it can have a trilogy of fucking movies. Then Deception can go eight seasons. One eight. Oh, man. One eight. I stole his fucking thunder. What's the uh, What's the name of the show again? Deception. Deception. It's uh, lies. Lying. Um, I'm going to uh, do the opposite of a group hug. And uh, I'm going to say three episodes. <laughs> okay. So you don't want to go zero, zero point five and touch butts? No. No, and I thought he was going to say he was going to wedge between us, and I was like, how? I thought he was going to come in like, it. I, I say it goes through review, gets renewed, CEO comes in, vetoes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you understand the potential of what's oh, happening Oh, I understand here. the potential. No, watch. There's nobody let, in this. No let, no, let me draw this out for you. You are seven actors shy of hey, Now You See Me. Can you just pay attention to me for a second, please? Okay. All right. So if you were to go, let's say hypothetically that you went 0, 0. 0.5. Daniel is currently 0.5 slash 1. I am 1 slash 8. That is a triple butt touch eight season. Okay. Oof. He talked me into it. I'll say it's a 9.10. <laughs> that doesn't even touch butts at the 8. Oh, it needs to be an 8.9. I'm going to say it's a 0 to 0.5 ladies and gentlemen we thank you for joining us tonight despite um that bullshit that just happened it is the first edition of the 2017 upfronts brought to you by sat sack studios and trailer park podcast i give a big thank you to daniel my blood my cousin thank you for joining me and co-hosting this upfront episode with me oh, it's been a pleasure nathan and to the intern, thanks for joining us. We normally do this uh, as a duo, but it was uh, it was nice to see some incredibly horrible predictions. I think you're <laughs> you're welcome for a little sad snack that I provided. Yeah, it's 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 nice to be reassured that our prediction methods are solid. When you have someone come in and show you just how inaccurate the predictions can be, it helps bolster your confidence and move forward with uh with a with a, with a renewed enthusiasm. Wouldn't you agree, Daniel? Yeah, and Nathan. Um, what TV show company will we be covering next time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, if you're referring to the network, 
Um, it could be CBS or it could be Fox. We'll have to uh, wait and see. NBC can suck a dick because it doesn't release its trailers on the internet and it's a fascist organization. <laughs> Done. Sounds good. Thanks, everybody. Mm.